Hi, this is James Rousseau, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of The Coiling Solution, where we look to empower you through awareness and actionable insights. Over the past several months, I've seen a growing interest in regard to authenticity in the workplace. As an employee, the question often is, how can I bring my authentic self to work, and is it safe to do so? Leaders and employers often ask, how can I help facilitate that authenticity, help employees feel free to do so while setting the right parameters? I was in Atlanta on some business and during my trip, Fran Tarkenton and I had a chance to visit on the topic. Fran has been on the podcast before, but I'll remind you, Fran is a Hall of Fame NFL quarterback, television personality, and small business entrepreneur. He has founded and built more than 20 businesses with a particular focus on serving entrepreneurs. So I thought, who better to discuss this topic with? I always enjoy being in his offices. So as always, sit back, relax, and buckle up as we're about to link up with Fran Tarkenton. Fran, how are you doing this morning? James, good, man. Good to see you. Good to see you as always. Looking bright and energetic as always. You are fit, handsome, and <laughs> you got it going, man. I'm trying. I'm trying. So I was telling Fran before we got started, I thought it would be good to discuss the topic of authenticity in the workplace. And you know, over the last several months, Fran, I've had the pleasure of working with some exciting companies that are growing. Been talking at the uh, Kellogg School of Management. I've been talking at uh, places like Temple University and, and talking to students and other folks. And this topic has continued to surface around authenticity and from both perspectives. One with people saying, you know, how do I bring my authentic self to work, right? I have concerns about my dress, concerns about my speak, how I talk, concerns about how I reflect my culture, so on and so forth. And then on the opposite side, employers even starting to think through, you know, how do I manage the workplace culturally? And how do I invite that authenticity into the workplace? And so given what you do, Fran, I wanted to invite you into that discussion because you, one, you you run a wonderful office. Every time I come here, again, I just have to say again and, and applaud the culture you have here. It's just so welcoming, so energetic. So many different people and different types of people who feel free in this environment, part one. And then part two, while I know there's rules here, it doesn't feel, you know, rule centric. It feels like people just kind of do their thing, so on and so forth. And then the second thing is you work with so many small business owners and give a lot of different advice. And so you see a lot of different things. So, again, wanted to walk you into that discussion. Thank you. Thank you. Here's our rule here. You have to get along with each other. We don't have any bosses. I don't like bosses. Mm. Bosses are a cancer to your place because they think I've got to be the leader of the boss. I've got to be smarter than everybody else. I've got to have all the answers. And they forget the most important thing of the culture. You got to love your teammates. You got to love the people that you work. If I've got 53 people on a National Football League roster today and I have 52 really great people, but I've got one cancer in that group, that will destroy the whole culture. And it comes back to having a culture where we celebrate our diversity. We celebrate our differences. And I have the power to be able to express myself and to be different and to have a opinion that's different from my colleagues. But I have to do that with respect, not anger, not putting down, not yelling, not arguing. Disagreement is okay. But it's got to be done with respect. And I take respect all the way to love. I loved my teammate. They loved me. We had each other's mm -hmm. backs. And we were so different in so many cases, different personalities, a quarterback to a linebacker. Right. James, that's a big right. difference. Right. And so we bring it into business. And everybody that comes to work in our shop here, I tell them, I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how productive you are. 
the one thing you've got to do here is treat everybody with respect. And you've got to get along with the people. With that, I want you to express yourself. Express your ideas. Don't be afraid to be different. And we can have a good discussion about that. And I'm not looking for a consensus. I want the best answer for our customers, the best answers for our partners, the best answers for our people working here. And when our focus is on that, we don't see the difference in all of us from our culture, from our race, from our man or woman. It just doesn't fit into this, right? So let me ask you a question. So, because you can't make this up. So this morning when I walked in here, I uh, went to the boardroom with Will, and you had a new hire. Yes. Getting yes. processed in. Yes. Now, she looked a little, well, as, an, as a new hire would, right? Taking it all in. I got to do all this paperwork. I got to get going. So she'll probably go into her first meeting or so. And as normal, we'll probably, you know, be trying to figure her way out. How do you help draw yeah. what you just said out of that person to get going? Good. This young lady has come in here, and she's met our people. Mm-hmm. Spend time, talked. She is a techie. Mm-hmm. She's really technology, you know, and, and so you look at a, a technology person, they're working on computers and programming and so forth. You don't think of them as people, people, but there are people, people. They breathe just like you and I. They feel like you and I. Maybe they don't have outgoing personalities. Doesn't matter. They've got the same heart and soul that you and I have. They got the same fears that you and I have. Mm-hmm. And so she's going to come in here and she's met everybody and I haven't even seen her today yet, but I will before the day's over because our people are instructed. You embrace her from day one. And a little more, I guess, of a person that comes from a technology background that is so genius in in how to construct things. We need that talent. Mm -hmm. But underneath that is a human being just like the rest of us who have outgoing personality. Same fears, same stresses, same hopes, same aspirations. And so we will, and I will monitor it. I will watch it. And everybody here understands we treat her the same as we treat our most respected colleague. Got it. And nothing less than that. We can disagree here. What you think. I want to, that's the only way you get the best solution. And, but we want to do it with the utmost respect. We, We want people to be themselves. How can you talk about authenticity? How can you be authentic if you try to be something that you're not? So one of the things you said is you'll see her before the day is over. And that's not like it was very important to you. Oh, I will. What makes that so important to you? It's important that Mm -hmm. I am the old guy here. Mm -hmm. I'm the owner of the company. I'm 79 years old. And so she's coming in here 25 probably. Whole different background, different generations and so forth. And she's heard that I was a football player and a celebrity and doesn't know. Who is this guy? She's probably experienced bosses. Bosses are useless. They're yellers and screamers, and I want to be your boss because I'm going to tell you what to do. And I'm going to, because I'm I'm smarter than you, I'm more experienced than you, and that you just do what I tell right. you to do. I don't need you to think. Mm-hmm. I'll think for you. That's kind of what bosses do. I'm sure she thinks bosses are kind of like that, and she's going to be mm-hmm. shocked. And I want to shock her. I want to shock her with my caring, my love, my goodness. She's part of our family now. Mm-hmm. I'll love her just like I love everybody else here. And my job here is to help her be the best she can be and do it in a civilized way. I don't want any stress mm-hmm. in her life. I'm, I'm big on stress now. I don't want stress in my life. That's right. We got stress. It's all around us, is it not? Absolutely. The life experience is stressful. 
But we've got to manage that stress. Because if we're stressed all day long, if we've got anger, uncertainty, then we're not going to perform very well. And if one's going to feed on the other and we're just kind of dysfunctional, we're going to pick her up here. We're going to love her. We're going to find out who she is and what she likes. We're going to reinforce those things and let Mm -hmm. her know that we've got her back. And if anybody treats her with disrespect, they won't work here anymore. You cannot treat one of our family members in our company with disrespect. Cannot do it. You can disagree. You do it civilly. And we each give our discussions, but we take anger out of it, it and we put love in there. You know, how, how long has Tarkenton Financial and Companies been in existence? Well, Tarkenton and Companies have been in business about 25 years, this segment of them. This segment. And, okay. And so the team you have together, some portion of it has been together. Some portion has been here for 25 years, and I've got a chief financial officer who's been here for 35 years, and my secretary has been here for 30 years. Okay, so like Rick has been where? Rick Gossett's been here for 35 years. Wow, okay. Yeah, okay. and uh, my secretary's been here for 30 years. Okay. And so, you know, we've had other businesses we've built and run, and now our core businesses are an insurance company that works on uh, retirement income planning, and we've had that mm-hmm. about 20 years. Go Small Biz, work with small business entrepreneurs. We've had had that about 20 years. We're building a healthcare company because mm-hmm. you say, well, why are you building a healthcare company at your age? Because healthcare for small business entrepreneurs is not affordable. Mm-hmm. It's their biggest problem today to get affordable healthcare or even to get healthcare. And so we have spent the last nine months to be able to put together a healthcare program that individual entrepreneurs, small business entrepreneurs can get into and get group rates, get good service, reduce costs, and have the medical attention that they need. Not easy. Can we make it? I don't know, James. Mm -hmm. But we're trying because it's the right thing to do for small business entrepreneurs. We think of our customers in all parts of their life. How can we help them get more customers? How can we help them have better health care? How can we help them improve their workplace environment? How can we help them understand how to get better partners and how to get more productive employees and how to do things the right way? Mm-hmm. And that's the whole, that's who we are. It goes small business, who we are, Tarkin and Financial. And we love, I mean, I love coming to work every day. Mm-hmm. This is not a stressful place. This is, this place gives me energy. It gives me hope because we have good people that are doing, trying to do good things and have the right culture and the right love. We use love, love, love. Now, another thing that I've, I've really focused on the last few months, I went to school at the University of Georgia, played mm-hmm. football at University of Georgia, graduated with honors at the University of Georgia. I learned nothing at the University of Georgia. I left there unscathed by education that would help me be successful in business. Mm. And now as I've thought and read, I hear Bill Gates talk. I hear Michael Delco. They, they dropped out of college in their freshman year. The guy that really built the Coca-Cola company, Mr. Robert Woodruff, back in the 30s and 40s, didn't go to college. You do not have to have a college degree to be successful in business. Right. Do not. And again, there's nothing that I learned in college that has helped me be successful in business. I've got to go out and do business. So everybody, you know, you've been reading about the people, the big money people are paying millions of dollars to get their kids into Harvard and the all the big schools and bribing that they because they think it's that's going to make my person successful. It will not. It will not. Give you an example. My son Matthew is forty nine. He's going to be fifty years old in a, in a couple of weeks. Maybe as fine a human being as I've ever known. I've never known him to have an enemy. Never. Went to private school mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Went to Princeton. Great school, Princeton. Went to Harvard Business School. 
went out and worked in the finance world and mm-hmm. finally came back and said, Dad, I'm, I'm ready. I want to come to work with you. Came to work here. I fired him after a year, but I paid for him to go away. I said, son, you're great. You're wonderful. And you've got great talent. I want you to go out and find yourself. I don't mm-hmm. care what you do. Go out and find yourself. Harvard didn't do it for you. Princeton didn't do it for you. Came back about a year later, knocking the cover off the ball. All the principles that I've said here on this program, he practices. He is just a personality that lives exactly the words that I've just expressed. Culture, love, caring. We don't chew people out. I grew up in the 50s and 60s and 70s playing high school, college, and pro football. And in my high school and college years, Coaches are supposed to yell and scream at you, challenge you. You challenge your manhood, challenge your toughness, challenge you this. It was a depressing thing. It was really, really awful. I don't know how I, it was, it was a learning experience for me. I know this, high school, college, pro. I never chewed out a teammate, never. That teammate's trying. They drop a pass, they run the wrong route. The lineman misses a block. A linebacker misses a tackle. Are they trying not to do well? I embrace them. And I coached them, and I mentored them, and I loved them. And I, we would go and work on how we get better together. But never did I scream at them, yell at them, or embarrass them. None right. of us want to be embarrassed. I want to work right. with somebody that will make me better. Mm-hmm. I want a partnership that's 1 plus 1 equals 10. I want a customer relationship that's 1 plus 1 equals 10. When we think of outside of our own selfishness, of treating people properly, be authentic. Be who we are. We're uniquely different. God did Absolutely. that for us, you know? And so we desperately need to understand that our difference is our strength. But inside of us, we're the same. Mm-hmm. We got the same motors. We got the same brains. We got the same physical bodies, arms and legs and soul and heart. So we're brothers mm-hmm. and sisters. And we try to be something different than that. We are all in this human game together and struggle with it together. And I understand that. And I celebrate that. So we take all of that and put it inside our businesses and amazing things happen. How do you, because you mentioned earlier, you, you're going to see your the new hire yeah. and, and make sure all the things you talked about are impressed upon her and then you'll monitor it. How do you monitor it and keep the culture going? How do you ensure everything you've talked about takes hold? How do you do that? Because I go sit in their offices. We don't have a hierarchy here. Okay. We really don't have a reporting deal here. They know they can, my door is always. So your org chart is flat for the most part. Yeah, yeah, it is. And they can walk in here, sit in this chair, and they can talk to me. You've got a lot of people. Yeah. For flat org. about 40. Okay. So they can come in here whenever they want. I come into their office. I'll sit down in their office and, and chat with them about anything, right? I know their personal life of what they want to talk to me about. And we've got single mothers in here. We've got single dads in here. Uh, we got people happily married in here. We got people that are not married in here. All different, but they're good souls. They treat people with mm-hmm. great respect. And so I spend my time with them, and I cannot wait to get to work. I mean, at 79 years old, I love to come to work because I have the interaction with these people that are diverse. Different. They're not all football players. The football players is diverse. But in our business environment, we're really diverse. And so... I am anxious to see this young lady, and I know a lot about her, and uh, I know she likes dogs, and I like dogs. I got German Shepherd. She's got a Malmudo. It's kind of a dog almost as big as a shepherd, but a little more aggressive. So I know we got something in common there. I'll work mm-hmm. on that. But I'll tell you this. I will embrace her today, and she will feel the embrace, and I'm going to work on making sure that she feels like I do about coming to work. She cannot wait to come to work, to work in this environment 
and this culture of caring about each other. And she's not going to have to worry about saying something that will be taken the wrong way. Mm -hmm. She's not going to be chewed out. I tell each that they come in here, I want you, I need you to think. I need you to use your brain. I need you to open it up and come up with ideas and solutions and, and keep them coming. And maybe we'll take one out of 20 or one out of 50 or one out of... But we've got to have new ideas. We got to keep learning. We got to teach each other. Now, in technology, she can teach me a lot. Maybe mm -hmm. in life's experience, I can teach her a lot. But together, she's got skills that I don't have. I don't want people in here to have all the same skills. We got to have a diversity of skills, a diversity of thinking. That makes us strength. And so we work on that. But I will ask her. You said authentic when we started this off. Authenticity is so important. I want her to be comfortable to be herself, to be her mm -hmm. unique, special, God's children's best. Mm -hmm. It's so cool. And there's a lot of nuggets in what you said for leaders, everything from knowing the new hire to making sure you see her on the first day to monitoring environment to the way you operate with your team, leaders, flat hierarchy, et cetera. So there's a lot there for those who are listening in leadership roles. When you think about the other side of that equation, the employee, what advice do you have for them, particularly when they're in an environment that they're walking in, that they're not sure someone like a friend's yeah. in the leadership chair, when they're not sure that culture is welcoming that level of authenticity? Well, it's something that I think that mm -hmm. if I was going to go out at 25, Mm -hmm. 21, 30, whatever it is, and go to work somewhere. How would you test it out? I'd want to test that out. I test it out by asking questions. The only way we learn is about asking questions and listening. And I learn more today, faster today than I'd ever have in my life because none of us have all the answers. Life is fast changing. And so I want her, and when she came in here and interviewed, and she interviewed with a lot of our people, you should really ask the questions that are important to you. What is the culture here? Is there a boss cu culture? If I've been there and it's a boss culture, I'm going out. I have a granddaughter that is brilliant, and she went to great school. She's mm -hmm. an accountant, and she's a lawyer. She's both. Worked for a big, big six, used to be big eight accounting firm, and had a terrible boss. Chastise, blame, yell, scream, disrespect. So this bright young lady, a year and a half later, she left. She did the right thing. She left to go and get away from the boss. I have a woman who's 60 years old who went to work for one of the big companies in the country, out west, technology company. And she went to run a big division because she had great experience. 60 years old now. And went out there and they were paying her a lot of money, mm -hmm. stock options. And I'm not going to tell you the company, but it's a big company. She, after working there for a year and a half, she's getting rid of the options. She's going to give get rid of the salary. She's leaving because she said, I cannot work with the boss mentality that I've got over me. And that happens more in big companies, maybe in little companies too. So for your people listening here, don't have a boss mentality. I don't have a boss mentality. I don't want to be anybody's boss. I want to be your mentor. I want to be a place you can share your deepest, darkest secrets and ask for help. And I will help you. But I've got to be... We've got to be open, have an open architecture environment where it's comfortable for people who are going through a tough time. Or maybe I'm a new person like this lady you're talking about coming here. Now, she's not going to have the courage to come into my mm -hmm. office, but I, I've got the courage to go into her office. And I'm going to start the process of building the trust that she will become part of the fact. And it's so great to see it over the years of the people that come in here. They stay here. And they contribute. And they're not afraid to be, they're not afraid to disagree with me. 
I don't, I want them to disagree. Yes. If they mm-hmm. think differently, I want to hear that. And I'm not going to be angry about it. I'm going to celebrate it. Maybe you're right. Let's think about that. Let's bring somebody else in. And maybe with that, we might, again, I don't want consensus. I want the best solution. Most people my age are retired. I can't understand retirement. If God gives us help to operate at 79 or 80 or Warren Buffett's 86, 87, his partner is 95 and working. If they give us that strength and the health to live, we should be smarter. We should be better mentors and teachers. And so, therefore, it's a joy. It's a joy. I, I, I don't want to go down and play more golf. <laughs> I don't want to play croquet with the people down in the villages of the retirement community in Florida. I want to be producing and doing good things to help solve problems for my customers, my partners, and our stakeholders, mm-hmm. which are associates here. Sam Walton didn't call them employees, did he? He called them associates. Bernie Marcus, the founder of of Home Depot, who's now 89 years old. He called them associates also. These icons of another generation treated all their people with respect and love, and that sustained Walmart over the years. It sustained Home Depot over the years, and they started both companies from the dirt. So there are many role models for us, but there are more role models on the other side that angry. And we see it, you know, we're in a democracy here, right? So we're supposed to, but it's gotten to a level of anger and ugliness that is not good. And so I think we are the greatest country in the world, but we need to not sit on our laurels. What makes us great is the love that we have for each other, of all people, and the ability and the energy to do things the right way Mm -hmm. and celebrate our differences and celebrate authenticity. And if I could leave one thing to your listeners. Be yourself. Be your beautiful, wonderful self. I wasn't Joe Namath, and Joe Namath wasn't Fran Tarkenton. We're totally different people. We did okay, but I love Joe Namath. (laughs) I'm not sure he loves me, but I love him. And so, but we're all different. Celebrate the difference. We're different, but we're all part of the same human being. We have the same feeling, same brain, same body, same things. And that's what brings us together and why we spread that apart to this group over here and this group over here. I've never understood that. With that, Fran, thank you again. Always good to see you. Thank you. Thank you for weighing in. Thank you. Good to see you. Thank you for linking up with me for another episode of The Core Link Solution. You are informed, empowered, and can now be accountable. What were some of your takeaways from this episode? I always enjoy hearing from you, so please share. Additionally, if you have questions, here's some things that are new to you or need some clarity on some of those things, I am here to serve. Go to our website at thecorelinksolution.com slash podcast. Right below the show notes, you'll see a comment section. Tell me about some of your takeaways from the episode. You can ask your questions. You can mention challenges in the areas that we cover or tell me about guests you'd love to hear from. Alternatively, you can do the same through social media channels of Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Thank you as always for linking up and I look forward to seeing you next episode.